Is anybody familiar with Stephen Wright? He said, in my house, there's a light switch that doesn't do anything. And every now and then I go by and I flick it on and off, just in case, just to check. And yesterday I got a call from a woman in Madagascar. She said, cut it out. I think there are switches that we have that are hidden other places that can get, you know. Um, but I also think that the things that we think have no consequence often do. Uh, sundown today begins the Hanukkah observance, as Miss Susan mentioned earlier. This particular Jewish Holy season is marked by the use of the menorah and candles. In many Christian churches, uh, this is the Advent season, which is also marked by the use of the Advent wreath and candles. Um, later in the month, Kwanzaa, the African-American cultural celebration, comes up, and they use um, a canara for candles. Um, also later in the month, winter solstice comes along and be, marking the shortest day of the year and consequently the slow climb of the sun back from the southern sky. The Christmas holiday is often spoken of uh, celebrating the light coming into the world, the light that uh, shines in the darkness and the darkness does not diminish it. Um, it seems a somewhat common part of human nature, as opposed to the nature of Shel Silverstein's bats. In his poem, he says, uh, the baby bat screamed out in fright, turn on the dark, I'm afraid of the light. That may be true for some of us, but generally, we're more uncomfortable when we can't really tell what's going on around us. Uh, we can't see as well in the dark, so we must move more deliberately, uh, look harder to discern things. Um, I've heard it said that shins were created for the purpose of finding objects in the dark. <laughs> now, sounds become louder, or they seem to, more exaggerated. And in the dark, lights can become blinding if they sh if they are shown too directly towards our eyes. It's uncomfortable and leaves us strikingly vulnerable. As a matter of fact, if one's not mindful of each step in those circumstances, it could be fatal. I was once in uh, Mendocino. California, walking along the cliffs with a friend after dark. And we walked, we turned around to walk back towards the town and the lights were in our face. My eyes had adjusted a little better to the light than hers and as she stepped one foot off the cliff, I caught her arm. Um, 
lights have a cost also. Things that we have to be aware of. And I think the yin-yang of the Taoist tradition kind of um, makes a, a really good summary of the way that we need to deal with our lights and our darkness and recognize in the heart of darkness is the light. And in the heart of the light can be the darkness. Now on the other hand, if we're walking away from lights into darkness, the things around us can appear somewhat softer. And, and the darkest place is our own shadow. The place it's hardest to see is what the light does with us. By darkness, we come to appreciate the moon and the stars. Without the night, there can be no morning. Shade is a welcome relief from blistering and scorching sunlight. Then, of course, there's artificial light and natural light. Kind of interesting terms, don't you think? In this room, as we sit here, what of the light that we are experiencing is the artificial light and which is the natural light? Despite any existential confusion or insistence on meaninglessness, um, we ascribe all kinds of meanings to things. The passing look someone has on their face. wonder what they were thinking, or why did she look at me that way? Um, we are meaning-making machines, aren't we? Everything we witness and experience, we busy ourselves assigning significance and evaluating according to uh, our own internal devices, stories, determination, um, of its benefit or otherwise for us and the other people in our lives, the people that we care about. By the time we reach adulthood, whatever age adult, we're pretty substantially pre-wired for our evaluating. We have our favorite stories that we're likely to share, at least intermittently. We have stories that we are perhaps likely to never tell. They get tucked away in darker corners and rooms and boxes and they become our fears. We may be the installation site for switches in other people's lives and other people may be the installation site for the switches for us. But it is by artificial light that we became able to navigate the nighttime more readily. Is a candle artificial light or natural light? 
mean, fire is natural light, right? So is the vehicle that creates it the determining factor? There's a children's author, Kate de Camillo, Camillo. Um, she said, stories are light. Light is precious in a world so dark. Begin at the beginning and tell a story. Make some light. The TED talker Brene Brown said, owning our story can be hard, but not nearly as difficult as spending our lives running from it. Embracing our vulnerabilities is risky, but not nearly as dangerous as giving up on love and belonging and joy. The experiences that make us the most vulnerable. Only when we are brave enough to explore the darkness will we discover the infinite power of our light? With as much pain as there is in the world, as many places as we can see or feel darkness, what are the stories that are ours to share that can bring light? Oh, my beautiful friends. I do not believe any of us are finished with this journey either into darkness or into light. The wise ones from many traditions teach us that it is those dark interior corners, rooms, and boxes that contain our greatest gifts. The gifts they give, we give ourselves a weight there. Our freedom, our courage, our compassion, our understanding. As we move through this season of light festivals and observances, as we come toward the season of drawing inward, let us awaken to our gentle courage and make light of our fear. I don't know why, but this morning there was an old song that uh, the lyric came to me, and it, it was The Impossible Dream. Y'all remember that? It talked about impossible quests and uh, being willing to give that last measure of self, aspiring for the heights, even if uh, they're unattainable, and since the song came out, we've made great strides towards the stars. I think aspiring to be ourselves is different than trying to reach for something that works against our, our nature. 
And if we must walk through our darkness to get to our light, may we support each other in the journey. May we find the tools and the courage to move through those dark spaces and become more light in the world. This is my quest to follow that star, no matter how hopeless, no matter how far. To be willing to give when there's no more to give. To be willing to die that honor and justice may live. And I know if I'll only be true to this glorious quest, my heart will lie peaceful and calm when I'm laid to my rest. And the world will be better for this, that one person, scorned and covered with scars, still strove with his, her last ounce of courage to reach the unreachable star. We can do great things. We have gifts we don't even know yet. And it's only by knowing our fears that we become the fearless people we are here to be.